previously on Lancer. Our Lancers ended their battle with the warriors of the Agate Cross in an uneasy truce thanks to a shaky lie told by Prince Derek. When our Lancers followed the smoke signals back to the scientist base, they discovered the main lab up in flames and Alice and Dr. Russell missing in action. Now our Lancers are left to discover the truth with danger lurking very close to home. Uh, since we last left you, Lancers, back at the scientist base on Hagar, uh, about half an hour has passed. All of the flames have now been extinguished thanks to 18,000 uh, and Decency's um, quick thinking. Uh, now charred remains of Terminator-like androids are sort of uh, twisting around. Some of them are maybe trying to get up, but their legs have been, uh, have been either um, charred or snapped off in the uh, <laughs> very unique uh, firefighting practice. Uh, but more or less, things have, uh, at least the immediate chaos has quieted down, uh, and the four of you are left to survey the wreckage, and uh, you finally met back up again, uh, having your mechs parked out back near the, the ship that took you uh, from Belena to here. Uh, so the four of you finally have a moment to to collect yourselves and your thoughts. Uh, I think decency has ejected from their mech and maybe has picked up one maybe has picked up one of the robots or robot parts. I'm trying I'm kind of imagining like uh, a half body. Which one? Basically. Bottom or top? <laughs> and they've lifted it up. Uh, which is oh let's let's do torso, I guess. I think that probably is cooler. Legs is funnier. <laughs> Let's go for cooler. Um, and uh, is kind of holding it at arm's length um, and looking at it. And uh, I, th I think we'll just say, uh, let's ask one of them about these and nod, head nod towards the, the scientists inside who were not meant to see them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, just to get all of our facts straight here, Fish, your mom is missing. Bertrand Russell is also missing. We were told that there was not automatons, whatever these are, in this ship. Should we be worried about that? Uh, so are you talking to Fish's hard suit? I mean, I think I would talk to a fish. So I, I fish isn't, you don't see fish right now. I think mm -hmm. like if you, as you peer into the hard suit, you don't see fish in there. I think I like knock on the hard suit and I'm like, yoo-hoo. Empty. Any, anybody empty. home? The neck is empty. Okay. Um, decency. Have you seen fish? Uh, have I seen fish? Ben, I, guess. <laughs> I, I don't I can't fish? answer that question. <laughs> um, I guess I could like read a situation to see if I think I would know where fish is, but um we were together, I guess, right before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Down. Yeah, I mean I think that it, unless fish is a let's go ahead and have you do a roll for read the situation. Uh, I roll. Oh, that is a success. 13, okay. 13. <laughs> go ahead and find decency. I mean, go ahead and decency and find fish. Uh, I think actually decency will just, with the hand holding the uh, robot half, point towards the desk and say, uh, fish isn't hiding. Okay. Decency, Atwe, if you can come over here and then Derek, like, 
yoga squats <laughs> next to this desk. <laughs> but just inches off of the floor. And he's I think like, it's one of those desks, too, that has like a full shroud around like three of the sides. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His head is under the desk. The rest of him is not. And he's like, okay, Fish, your mom's missing. So is Bertrand Russell. There shouldn't be these robots here. And then there was a fire. Uh, and someone took the ship uh, out of here. Mm-hmm. What you are saying is my mother is missing. And I would say she's probably also to blame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a definite possibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw how cagey she and, and uh, was about people learning about these androids. And I mean, we found what was inside. And we come back and see there was a huge distraction as well as the ship missing along with her and Birdie. I, I have a bad feeling about this. I feel like we should try to find them as quickly as possible. When they are found, I will be in trouble. With your mother? Why would you be in trouble, Fish? We were asked directly not to show the contents of the drone ship to the scientists. We were also asked to kill everyone. Which, in hindsight, feels like the wrong move to have made in that situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, Fish, I don't think someone set fire to the lab and ran away, maybe, question mark, in a rocket because we were going to show the, the scientists these robots. So I don't think that you need to be sad about what's happening right now, but I hear where you're coming from. I have a question for you, Julia, and it's, did any of the scientists get injured? Like, do we know that? Um, let's go ahead. I'm curious, actually. I'm going to do a quick roll for that because um, I haven't really thought about it. Let's go ahead. And I could use spot to, like, look around myself also if we wanted to do that. Alrighties, uh, I got a pretty high roll, so I'm going to go ahead and say that um, actually only a couple of scientists seem to have been at all injured in the particular uh, firefighting, and those uh, wounds seem to be what we might describe as flesh wounds. You know, uh, a few people probably have some burns from the actual fire itself, and and one or two may have uh, perhaps like a burn from being hit with scalding flaming hot android, uh, but nobody is is dead or will die from these injuries. <laughs> All in all, I think you, you did pretty well considering the situation is what I think. I think, but, but I don't know how Fish feels about that. I mean, I think Fish, Fish just like pokes his nose out like the, the like sliver of this desk like that is between the floor and the like the shroud. And it's just like, I still believe I will be in trouble. I guess I'm I'm more worried about your mom being in trouble or being the cause of trouble. One or the other. It could go either way. But I think we should maybe find her and see if we can sort this out. Don't you? But Atwe, you said that you think my mother did this. Yeah, yeah. Just being honest, uh, Fish. I, I, um, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Atwe's total vibe is like being respectful is being direct. Yes, <laughs> your mom is a cold-hearted bitch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna lie about it. He's like, it's not gonna help any then. 
Um, actually, on that note, a, a, a scientist, uh, one of the ones you, rec you recognize from the, the front of the room, Derek, maybe the one you, you gave your speech to, like, we got this, you go there, and you go there, <laughs> uh, enters the room and sees the four of you. Oh, uh, or I guess the three of you. Uh, she doesn't see fish out of the desk. Oh, um, I, I was wondering if, well, you see, we... We managed to set up some cameras in here right before. It was one of the one of the rooms we managed to set up in the past few days. And, well, it looks like we got a little bit of footage before the explosion. I was wondering if you wanted to see. I'm not going to lie. We're all a little nervous to take a look. We're not sure what we might see on there. The snout comes back out. <laughs> as, as the UNIO officials assigned to this... Um, situation i think we should definitely look this over yeah yeah and he like turns to the rest of the group and he's like that's what we should say right yes, he just gives like absolutely. a thumbs up and mm -hmm, he nods yeah yeah <laughs> uh and decency will hold forward the robot and say and also we'd like to know what you can tell us about this <laughs> right the answer is nothing I know you probably won't believe me, but none of us have any idea what these things are. We really thought and were told by Dr. Russell that that ship had supplies on it, biocompounds for our experiments. We've never seen anything like these. Oh, I, I, I believe you. Um, but could you just like look it over? Y'all are smart, right? Uh, oh, uh, I, I mean, uh, uh, not really. That's sort of a misconception. You know, we're just educated in particular fields. And anyway, I've always thought there's many kinds of intelligence. And yeah, we can look it over. <laughs> I'm immediately charmed. <laughs> the scientist is excellent. Yes. <laughs> Ten out of 10. Let's adopt um, the scientist. Okay, well, she's, she's so excellent. So, uh, oh, by the way, um, uh, you can follow me. I'll, uh, the scientist goes up to decency and puts out her arms. Um, I'm Allison, by the way. I, I can take that if you want me to. Uh, should I, I could carry it to where you'd like it. <laughs> if you'd like. Oh, uh, it just, it looks heavy. I just figured, uh, but obviously not that you can't carry it. Uh, you, you, you clearly, you know, ooh. um, anyway, uh, <laughs> Allison's, um, Allison, as you remember, all these scientists were wearing these kind of parkas, um, and they mostly have these little sort of uh, Bjorns, right? These cat Bjorns. Uh, Allison's little little cat, uh, a, a little black cat, actually, with a tiny little white star on um, on his head, just sort of... Now, he's asleep, of course, because he is he is one of the 18,000, just sort of mules and pokes his little nose up. Oh, sorry. No, no uh, it's cute. He's cute. He's cute. <laughs> she tucks uh, the little cat back in. Derek would, if we're if we're fine to do a walk and talk to, you know, West Wing this, and also um, get the the robot to where it needs to be. Um, he would take the the video file, um, whatever it's on, and then start projecting it on his bill as like a heads up display, like he does with the emojis and shit. Um, so that it's available for everyone to see um, as they walk and talk. You through. bet. 
Uh, so Allison uh, uh, has handed Derek then, who I assume has put out his hand for it, has handed mm-hmm. Derek the um, uh, the chip that's going to have the, the video file. Very standard, fits into most bills, you know. Mm-hmm. You've got, of course, that jack in your bill. Yeah, he's uh, got a little slot. Pops the, <laughs> pops the micro SD in there. You it's know, great. HDMI, USB, USB-C, uh, future micro SD card right there. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, Derek, as you are, are walking along, you see a, a, a large white wall is there, and it, it's mostly uh, the length of the hallway. So actually, you can keep projecting the, the footage as you walk towards Ooh. the entrance. Yeah. Uh, the footage starts, and the, the footage is, um, um, you know, it's overhead security camera footage. Clearly, the, the camera was set up um, somewhere probably in the corner uh, of the lab to oversee most of... Uh, uh, most of the the goings on, uh, and you can in fact see uh, the window that once was, which has now been uh, busted through by uh, by uh, individuals who shall not be named. <laughs> um, now the first bit of the footage, Allison explains. See, um, right for the first about. 25 minutes it's normal they're looking around the lab talking obviously uh but then um she goes ahead and she she sort of pokes at derek's bill um is there a fast forward <laughs> oh yeah sorry i i assumed you had clipped it to the uh, uh and he starts fast forwarding the feed <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, Is it sort of like a Daffy Duck turning the bill situation to fast forward and rewind? Um, I think there's probably some uh, like small buttons along the left and right side of the bill as it protrudes forward. Um, and I think he's like keying things up using an interface on the left side. But if Derek were shot in the face, his bill would go to the opposite side. If he were shot in the face, the bill would go to the opposite side, yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the video uh, stops, pauses, and then plays again. And uh, you watch as uh, the sound, it's one of those security cameras where the sound is, is pretty bad. It's a little muffled. Uh, perhaps like there is the, the microphone, uh, the, the external microphone wasn't installed yet for this camera. And so you can't really hear what they're saying. But as Allison narrates, here's where things get a little weird. And you watch as Alice, uh, Dr. Russell turns his back on her. He's going to um, a cabinet to, to, to take out what looks like, you know, some kind of uh, standard, uh, maybe a, a bit of a plant or something inside of a, a glass jar. And Alice uh, reaches for what looks like um, a, a jar, a labeled jar on a shelf unit. Um, and then she, she grabs another one. She uh, very, you can see quickly, there's urgency in her actions. She's unsc- she unscrews both of these jars. Um, those are two compounds, pretty standard in our lab, especially for the work we do. The thing is, is that um, combining them, well, uh, it turns it into a bit of a... Um, and then you see uh, Alice very quickly, and Dr. Russell turns and sees, she pours one compound into the other and then chucks it at him. At that point, of course, the camera goes dead. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. And I think Derek like stops moving for a second and turns to look at fish. The projection also turns to look at fish, perhaps <laughs> of an oh, it's explosion. like playing over fish's face. 
Um, and he's like, okay, so that doesn't look great for your mom in terms of not starting the fire. But um, maybe there's a reasonable explanation for this, or maybe we need to lock your mom up. I don't really know. Many cats starve when their owners are arrested. Oh, we wouldn't let that happen to you, Fish. You could always stay with me. I appreciate that. I would not like to starve. I, you know, and he, he again, does the yoga squat to get down on Fish's level. And he says, I wouldn't like to starve either. And he offers some head scritches. Yeah, Fish Fish is walking out from under the desk now. So I guess this is. I, you know, let's see if I can find a way to use Rita situation in literally everything I do. Um, <laughs> could, can I look for anything else in the video using Rita situation? Like looking yeah. for the emotion? Oh, Rita in a situation. Yeah. Or spot. I think also if anyone here has spot. I also you got also, spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's go ahead the and spotters, see what you guys can squad. get. For, what about you, Derek? Do you have any sort of uh, any triggers? No, got you're like a hacker you're a, fix. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing you're you're a hacker himbo. It's a good thing you're handsome. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cat care. Can you hold cat care? <laughs> Let's go ahead and start with decency. Okay, Tristan, uh, go ahead and roll for Rita's situation. I'll try to use everyone's triggers specifically to give you something about the video that would apply to that trigger. Cool. Uh, it's a 12. Hell yeah, that is a success. Uh, decency, you uh, ask Derek to readjust so that the video can play again on the wall where we can all see it. Um, and Allison set it up th- so that, that the interesting part can can loop. And you do see, uh, as, as you're watching this, that there is a moment where Alice, who, who you now, you don't know Alice particularly well, but you do know that she uh, is a very cool customer and she seems to have an excellent poker face. And so... I think that uh, anyone who wasn't looking very, very hard would never notice it. But you do notice that at a particular moment, right before Alice sort of makes her way over to the shelf at the compounds, uh, her facial expression does change. Um, you would say that there's a tightening in her jaw. Perhaps her, her eyes are sort of a little wider. You might even say that these are fear responses. Mm. Um, I think I'll I'll turn back to fish and uh decency is still carrying still carrying half of the robot and uh probably never bends down on fish's level probably always stands pretty at attention um and just will look down and say your mother seems to care about you deeply i don't understand why she'd put you in this situation if she thought it would end like this um and i think the video is inconclusive She's frightened by something. Perhaps she was made to do this. Uh, Perhaps it was her job. M- maybe. Otwe and uh, uh, Fish, do you want to use Spot to see if you can do see more? I got a 15. Oh, awesome. 13. Okay, Otwe. Oh, you also got a 15, Fish? A uh, 13, yeah. 13, excellent. All right, let's start with Otwe. So Otwe, you are watching the video as well. And uh, at a certain point, um, you you are watching, I would say, for the exact moment where right before the uh, the screen goes out, when the explosion should should have taken out the camera. 
Um, and you're, you're watching and you do see that, uh, strangely enough, you know, usually when people have something thrown at their face, you know, the natural reaction is to go, is to cover your face. Uh, but Dr. Russell does not do that. Dr. Russell just sort of, uh, Dr. Russell watches it come at, at his face. And instead, uh, Dr. Russell, um, uh, sort of crouches over in an odd way, sort of, just sort of, as if, as if it was, as if he were trying to duck, but it doesn't make a lot of sense that one should try to, to try to duck. It doesn't matter anyway. You do see the, the compound comes into contact with the side of his head. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and say fish. Um, you, you notice, uh, as you're watching the video, um, that uh, your mother, that Alice, uh, her hands are, are shaking as she's a, a little bit as she's looking in this uh, cabinet here. She's not um, being deliberate, but she's also not being picky. Um, you can see that she sort of barely reads the labels, and and it definitely sees from this. You can you can uh, I, I would say assume um, that there's a level of improvisation happening here. Julia, I wonder um, with hack or fix. Could I try to like increase the audio level? Oh, you know what? I, I thought you were going to be like, with hack or fix, can I also see something? Because I feel left out. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Let's try to see if okay. we can if we can try to enhance enhance, enhance audio. <laughs> Ooh, no, no. Even with my plus six, that is a nine. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, He's just, uh, like, dicking around, and, like, the audio gets louder, but it's just, like, mic pops. It's not um, anything the, useful. Allison is trying to stop you. Like, oh, we didn't have the microphone. No, it's not. That isn't. You're just getting. That's just white noise. It's just back. It's just mm -hmm. back. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. And he, like, turns it back down. <laughs> I don't know why... I mean, the two of them, they go back years, decades. Okay, I know we need to check out this robot, and that's great. Is there any, like, log from the the takeoff of the the rocket um, that we can use to, like, map a trajectory? Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean our, our transport vessel? Yeah. The one that brought us here? Mm -hmm. We tried. The black box has been disabled. Mm. Well, that's it's suspicious. That's the thing. Whoever took it had to have known how to do that. The only people are people here. But the people who did it are people from here because they were here. That should be true. The thing is, you saw the footage as well as I did. The compound that Dr. Sabri put together, the ex I mean, you saw what it did to the lab. If it hit somebody, there's no way that Dr. Russell should be alive. Um, so a question, a little more detail about the, the results of my role. Did, mm -hmm. Like, is there anything that would make me think that his response was inhuman in any way, or was it not, not that far? I would say that the response is definitely not what a normal human would do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So then Atwe will say, um... Uh, that might be true for uh, a normal person, but I'm not so sure that applies to uh, to Birdie. Um, you know, I, I you, you, 
fish your mom may just not be a person i like uh that might be simply like the end of that but i think something else might be going on with birdie maybe they were in together on something and then something fell out you know i don't know i just want to figure out what's going on um but yeah birdie might have more going on than we realize so i don't think we should count him out just yet if he were, if he were alive would he not be on the transport vessel he may have been at some point. If he were dead, could his corpse be on the transport vessel? Regardless, evidence is on the transport vessel. Yes, I see your point. I just don't know how we can trace it at this point. All of these scientists are not from our planet, whose name is... Shamu. No, Shamu. So sorry. Uh, and the city is Belena. Yes. <laughs> he is a, an icon. Um, all of these scientists are not from Shamu, correct? Like they're um, from all over, maybe? They're all they're know. from all over. Like none of them, uh-huh. you don't know in particular if anyone is from Alpha Pisces, the Alpha Pisces system. They're from all over. Okay. Okay. Um, the thing that I would turn and ask Fish, I would be like, okay, you're connected to like all of these cats that are in these cat bjorns, right? Yes. But they all sleep when you're awake, right? Uh, Fish gestures up to the cat on Allison's, in Allison's mm-hmm. Bjorn and says, Yes. Okay. Sock is asleep. What about Birdie's cat Bjorn? Was he wearing it in the video? Uh, you couldn't see, but he's the, the hoodie, the Bjorn is built into the, into the um, parka, and therefore, yes. Yes, he was. If you, like, went to sleep and focused real hard, could you figure out where Birdie's cat is? If the cat is? And Derek, like, looks again to the image of the explosion that he's projecting. Uh, Fish, like, perks up. Like, ears, like, ears up, ears out, ears up again. And says, I was thinking about this recently. I have never remembered death. However, I remember the moments before death. If I do sleep tonight, I will remember the moments before death. (laughs) Oh my God. They will not be useful memories, but I will remember them. They might be useful in this instance. You may not understand this, but a day to a cat, in sapient terms, is... Do you remember... Your days as a child, as a baby, mm. they are like that to me. Uh, when Fish uh, says this, um, uh, uh, one of the doors, sliding doors, swings open. A sliding door swings open. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I liked the choice. <laughs> my prose is impeccable, people. This is why I write plays. Prose is not my thing. Time is all the dialogue, baby. <laughs> Sliding door swings open. Blown off (laughs) attaches. Sliding doors that swing Uh, open. A sliding door uh, uh, splits apart, and in runs uh, another another scientist from the front of the facility. Uh, Where's there? They are the Lancers. You need to come with me. We've just gotten a transmission. It's from Belena. 
uh, okay. the, all, all of you, I assume, run into the front into the front room to mm-hmm. to receive this transmission. It is on uh, the scientists' large screen television that they keep at the front of the facility, uh, probably for comparing data or maybe watching Netflix uh, when it's a slow day. <laughs> And you enter, and uh, uh, one of the uh, scientists you see the, the video has already been going. It's looping, and there's uh, this this video that's being uh, that's being uh, streamed. You assume from Belena, like the scientist said. Uh, the video has it's very um, it's dark, and there's sort of like um, a faint kind of bluish teal bluish light it's like whoever is recording this, they're in a place with not a ton of it, like emergency lights have come on wherever this person is. The, the video itself is sort of, you, you're, you're looking in at it and you're sort of trying to get uh, images, like the image is trying to come through and you're trying to see in the darkness more or less adjust. And you hear uh, a faint, a faint voice far off. All right. I think there it is. A big boom. And more uh, emergency lights, more lights from above come on. And now uh, you recognize this place very well. This is the employee tram station at Unio headquarters. Uh, the tram is sort of a, a unique and a cute little apparatus that can take you, uh, you employees, from the main offices to sort of um, off-campus cafeterias and other facilities, including the mech hangar. The lights come on, and uh, you can see... In the far distance, against the back wall of the tram station, uh, many of the trams have been pushed over. It looks like they've been sort of um, ripped off the tracks and tossed around, like you might a model train, uh, a model train station. Behind the trams are two very uh, powerful-looking mechs, mechs that you haven't seen before, and they're um, uh, sort of a a pearlescent gray and silver. One of them is, uh, is, is white and, and sort of has uh, many, many legs coming out. And there's one in particular in the middle that's, that's very impressive. It's a, a, a very tall and lithe uh, uh, model with uh, two swords at its side. And, and most uh, impressive is its clearly customed face plate, which is, is shaped uh, with a large sort of snout coming out of it, sort of like an animal face almost. Uh, in the darkness, uh, the camera adjusts a little bit, and you think you may have already recognized the voice, but this makes it clear. Although the framing is is a little odd, you are met with a uh, familiar face. Dr. Bertrand Russell stares into the camera. However, only half of his face is in the frame. He seems to be... Um, strategically positioning the camera to only show the left side of his face, the side that wasn't hit with the compound. Hello there. Dr. Bertie Russell here. You might know me or not. I mostly kept to myself back in my days, working on various military projects for places like, like here, like Unio. One of my favorite I recently came back into contact with, and my word, it brought back quite a few memories, memories I don't particularly enjoy. I doubt they enjoy them now either, do you? And he flips the camera around, and against the back wall you see uh, various Unio uh, higher-ups and uh, those who uh, work specifically in weapons development. Uh, They seem to be um, not just chained to the wall, but one of their arms seems to be in a a full, sort of full-scale kind of like... um, 
restraint that is um, uh, trapped and magnetized, I'd say, against the wall. There's no way, it's all the way up to the shoulder. There's no way they can get out of this thing. The camera pans over and in the middle of this group, there is Alice, Fish's mother, also restrained. Half of her hair seems to be kind of singed off. Her lab coat is sort of in, in uh, burned tatters. It's clear that there has been um, some damage done to her. She doesn't look too hurt, but uh, clearly the fire got to her in some respect. And the camera keeps panning, and at the far end is Vera. Vera, as you know, your immediate superior at Unio, who is also uh, restrained uh, against, against the wall there in this tram station. The camera flips back around on Dr. Bertrand Russell. Remember, uh, only half of his face, the left half is showing. I've already shut down the mech hangar here at Unio, and if any other lancers should try to break into the building, well, I'll kill the hostages one by one. There's only one Lancer I want to see in here, and I think he knows who he is. The one known as 18,000. You have a time limit. This evening, 6 o'clock, come to the tram station here at the Unio HQ, and we can settle the past. Um, is the, are the comms open? Like, is this a one-way message, or is this a two-way? Like, it's a one. It's, it's a, ooh, wait, guys, what's more interesting? Let's do a two-way. It's more interesting if it's two-way. Let's do that. Hey guys, this is what you get to do when you make up the story. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two-way. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fish walks like right up to the camera, like a little too close to it. Like probably looks really stupid, like like nose in the camera, but thinks it looks cool. Because um, I assume this is not a camera that you can see two-way. And just says, Bertie, if you harm my mother, I will cut you in half. I have seen you shit. I will describe it to the world. And then I will cut you in half and kill you. Oh, fish. Sweet, sweet fish. How did you get so vile? I don't remember making you like that. You did not make me. Many people made me. <laughs> well, many people made you an awful little thing that needs to be taken off the face of the planet. Now come here and let me do what I wanted to do for years, fish. You will have to kill more than me to kill me. <laughs> oh, fish. You have no idea who you're talking to. Not at all, do you? You are what Dr. Are... Bertrand Russell. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> you have your deadline. And then the uh, camera goes dead. Do y'all think we're going to get paid? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> as decency says, are we gonna get paid? <laughs> Derek again, like, walks up to fish, does the yoga squat, puts a hand, like, maybe on his shoulders, you know, like the high on the back of the cat, um, and says, We're gonna save your mom, fish. I think. Really? <laughs> And I think, meanwhile, Atwe is just um, just pacing back and forth. I think he's usually pretty much pretty cool. I think he's, he usually keeps us cool, and he's just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I'm gonna get that guy. I, I I'm sorry what I said about Alice. I still don't think I'll ever really like her, but this clearly isn't her fault. Uh, we need to go. I don't like that guy. Uh, 
Hey, uh, Allison, can, um, oh, do we think Android, Birdie, same, is he one of them? Is that possible? The entire room goes quiet at Atwe's brand. <laughs> um, um, hi, hi, um, I'm, I'm Elise, I, I work in shipping and receiving mostly, um, hi, I'm new, um, I, I never wanted to say this because I thought that everyone would think I was like crazy or something, but the truth is, is like, so I, I get really nervous sometimes and I, I hide sort of in the alcove at the bathrooms and I hide there a lot and I've actually never seen Dr. Russell use the bathroom, like not once. <laughs> Derek does not laugh at this, but Todd thinks this is hilarious. (laughs) And I didn't want to say anything because it was really embarrassing and also weird, but like now I, I think it might be something and I feel really bad. I didn't speak up sooner. Thank you, little quiet girl. You're so right. (laughs) (laughs) Elise, new MVP. Yes. We're adopting all of the scientists. <laughs> like fur completely ruffled, like tail puffy, but like walks up and says, like, if you would like, I can describe him shitting. <laughs> um, when he was a human, I did see him shit many uh, times. Fish, says Allison. I don't think that we need to, we can waste time on that right now. You need to get back on the ship and head to Belena right away. Yeah. Shitting or not shitting. Fish. <laughs> We're going to kill that guy. <laughs> uh, all righty. And so the four of you, uh, meanwhile, your mechs will be fully repaired uh, up in our in our transport vessel. So we can go ahead and make sure that when you guys do reset your mechs in CompCon, my favorite program, uh, you will be full health and full shields, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, the, the trip to Belena, once again, is going to take a, a few hours. Uh, and by the time you arrive... Um, it is evening, and you can see the the city lights. Uh, usually, by the time you're about to come into to port at Unio, however, you also see something else, and that is smoke rising from various buildings in Belena. It seems as though already uh, chaos has struck the streets. You uh, are ahead of the deadline, but not by much—only 15 minutes or so—and you're realizing that uh, as you get closer and closer um, back. Uh, into uh, Belena airspace, you can see uh, overhead various mechs, and there's more off over here in the city that seem to be um, wreaking general kinds of havoc. These mechs uh, look as though they are um, similar in build or or color to the ones that you saw on Dr. Russell's video. However, these six in particular decency notices are uh, surrounding a particular coffee shop. Mm. Roscoe! With only 15 minutes to go, the question is, will you uh, split up and uh, will part of the team head towards uh, the, the meetup spot for the hostages and the others handle um, these, the others handle these uh, surrounding the coffee shop? <laughs> Can decency like lean over the, um, I don't know, the console of the ship and then turn back to the group and say, how do y'all feel about landing this ship on those mechs? Dungeons and Drama Nerds is produced by Todd Brian Backus, Percival Hornack, and Nicholas Orvis, and is mixed and edited by Anthony Sertel Dean. Our Lancer game features Julia Doolittle as the GM, Todd Brian Backus as Derek McDuck, Giovanni Camano as Atwe, Ben Ferber as 18,000 slash Fish, 
and Tristan B. Willis as Decency B. Dam. Lancer was written by Miguel Lopez and Tom Parkinson Morgan, and was published by Massive Press. If you'd like to help us continue exploring the intersection of theater and tabletop role-playing games, consider leaving us a review on your podcast app of choice or supporting us, and getting access to our patron-only bonus content, at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddramanerds. You can find our social media and website links, including our cast bios, at the link tree in our show notes. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Dungeons and Dramaters. <laughs> <laughs>